Howdy, y'all. Welcome to the Ears Podcast, produced by Terrier TV. I am Frank Robb. That is Cindy. That is Bill. What's happened, y'all? It's been a... Man, it's been a minute. We actually, This time actually has been a minute since we talked. How's yeah. it going, guys? Yeah, it has. What's new and exciting in the world of everything? Well, I still have my mustache. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Where'd yeah. yours go? It's a little distracting. It's kind of all <laughs> I can look at. It is. I recycled it for a minute. I you it, can't look away from yeah, it. Yeah, no, like, no. Mm, it, it looks like, different. Like terrifyingly bad? You can't look away from it like a car crash? No. I, no. I'm, I'm starting to, you, you got a Jebediah vibe going here. <laughs> you somehow uh, look like a baby it's and, a, it's a mix, isn't and it? an old man at the same time. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's a, ba- a, it's a baby a, and an old man mixed together. It's a mix. So next week... I'd probably need to go ahead and finish the, sp- the spring cleaning and just and finish it up. But <laughs> Take I'm gonna, it all yeah, away. Yeah, yep. I just need to start over. It, it is time to start over. So, yeah, I probably, I probably will. But I've been saying this for literally months that yeah. I'm going to start over, and it just <laughs> right. continues to be there every single week. And I just, yeah, I haven't went on my way to I'm actually it thinking about at the summertime. Ooh, you want to have a beard growing Sha- contest? Shaving it off. I have not shaved my beard off in 26 years. Holy moly, Bill. My children would not even know what I look like. That's hilarious. You had a giant beard at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, your yeah. beard was bigger than mine, probably. Uh, I don't know. It, it, was, it was much, it was your beard there. was much fuller than mine. It was, a, it was. It was impressive beard. Back in the day, yeah. No, you didn't have the baby beard. Well, you had I had a giant the, beard. And I had the really long hair way back. Okay. Way back in the day. So you lost the big beard and the long hair and I gained it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I respect that. I give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um. So yeah, the event we had, uh, the EcoFest event we had on Friday went very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you stopped by there for a man in the evening, so that yeah, was, uh, yeah. it was good. I think the weather changed things a little bit for us in the evening time, but during the day, it was, it was very, very busy. It turned yeah, you had that event. rain move through that would, would might have uh, shocked in the shock and awe approach. It rained for what? about it again. 30 or, minutes? Yeah, it did. It was not it even much of a much rain. At all. It was a quick sprinkle, and uh, it cooled things off a little bit, but it was already cool. So yeah, yeah. It cooled things off a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something along those lines but yeah um that's about all i can think of so would you consider it a success oh 100 percent. yeah we uh we what we invested into we got back out of it plus a little bit more uh which that was not what it was about our our goal to, was there highlighting other groups and the work they were working on the, the things they were doing and man listen to some of those presentations the things people are doing here on the space coast and really in central florida I mean, okay, I'll just go with the manta ray conversation in general. This lady, uh, Jessica Pate, talked about manta rays and the, the research they're doing with manta rays. I knew nothing about manta rays, and my mind was consistently blown. I mean, it was really, really neat. Um, uh, it, it, they were just, Dwayne DeFries kicked the day off for us, and it just went great from there. It was, uh, it, it was an amazing day. Yeah, now, you were been telling me you thought you had about 400 people there for that part of it? We had just under 500 adults come in okay. during the day. So, okay. and most of them all had kids with them and they were getting their faces painted. So they'd walk in just like me with a beard. They'd walk in, everybody knew who they were and they'd walk back out and you're like, <laughs> are those your kids? Are you yeah, sure? Are you sure those that. are your kids? Cause that one has a blowfish on its face. I can't really quite tell. There you yeah, go. Th- things of that nature. But well, it was good. It was a good day. Um, yeah, we, it was, it was everything we hope it will be in more. And yeah, we'll be doing a couple events in September, the comic con with Rick. And then we're oh, working on something for the 14th. We'll, I was talking we'll to my daughter that about that. Let me tell you what, she is excited. Yeah? Oh, she is okay. excited about it. And uh, yeah, yeah, she, she and her friends, you know, they're all Dungeons and Dragons people. Okay. They're, you know, she's excited. She was like, really? They're going to do that? That's cool. <laughs> so. Yeah, Rick Schreiber and I will get together this week and start putting that together because that's going to be, again, we'll be here very fast. That, yeah. Can't believe this month's already almost over. But <laughs> yeah, January's almost over. 
officially getting old. It's happening. Whether or not I want it to or not, it's officially happening. Oh, yeah. You can't stop it, dude. No, you can't stop it. It's, I feel like there's a song. I want to break out a song, but I'm not quite sure what the song is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we could talk to a guest. <laughs> we you could, want to do that? I would like to talk to a guest. <laughs> Let's so do that. The guest we have on today is actually a lady who's helped me out a ton, a dear friend, and um, man, she's very, very good at what she does. Are we going to unmute her, or is she already unmuted? No, she's unmuted. Is she unmuted? So She could have jumped in at any time. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I like the fact that she hasn't, because she's just like stalking in the, in the, in the, in the darkness right. of she's the... She's biding uh, her time. Yeah, biding her time in the darkness of the conversation, is waiting to jump in the middle of it. Uh, so we're welcome today on the, on the phone, John, Jen Brugan. Jen, thank you so much for being here with us. Hello, hello. <laughs> I didn't know if I was muted or not, so I was quiet as a mouse. It's hilarious. So, Jen... You, um, you run a company called uh, Forge Your Path Media. Forge Your Path Media? Yes. Okay. So yes. tell us a little um, bit about... I do want to interrupt. Sure. Oh, I just want to interrupt real fast because I want to jump in on the beard discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say how distinctive it makes your faces look because when my... I was growing up, my dad never had facial hair and... You know, then I uh, we grow up, we go, you know, our different ways and whatnot, and I fly back in to see him, and I'm waiting for him at the airport outside where, you know, the cars drive by. They're coming to pick you up. And I see this guy. He's walking like my dad. He's the general <laughs> shape, but it was the first time he'd grown a beard, and I didn't recognize it. I said, um, excuse me, sir, are you my dad? Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, he was... So take it back, but I had just, it totally changed his face dynamics for me. <laughs> oh, wow. I just couldn't. I couldn't. So I just want to pop in and say how distinctive it makes your faces look. And if you take it off, how are we going to know who you are? <laughs> you know how it is, Jen. You've seen me in all stages of beardom. You've seen me in giant yes. mustache world and beard world and non-beard world. Yeah, you, you know how it is. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, yes. But um, yes, I do have a media company called Forge Path Media. And uh, I started it a, roughly about five years ago-ish. Um, it kind of started just out of nowhere and has continued to evolve to where it is today. So you started, you started in the world of conservation and zoos. Tell us a little bit about that and how in the world that uh, merged into this. Yeah, so I actually went to college for, um, I wanted zoology, but at the time the college didn't offer it. So the nearest thing was environmental science and policy. So I got to learn um, eco-economics and all of the laws governing conservation and whatnot. So I learned a whole lot about that side of conservation and then I finally got my door into a zoo and I was able to start working at what's at that point called Lowry Park Zoo and today it's called Zoo Tampa. Um, it was before the show and all that <laughs> so I never got on the show but um, I started there and before then volunteering at nature centers and working with uh, small very small bootstrap companies that took reptiles out to homes to do birthday parties, that kind of thing. So getting into the zoo field was where I'd always wanted to be. I wanted to be a curator of a zoo and just do like 
do all kinds of different conservation work. Well, you know, the way that life is, it's not always a straight path. And it is a winding river. And so I went from Tampa to St. Augustine Alligator Farm. I went to the, through their croc school, became a reptile keeper. And here I am now doing that do social media and having my hand involved in different conservation projects. And today I'm now an instructor of that same truck school. So it's just a crazy windy river that life can be sometimes. Yeah, for sure. So how did you go from there into running your own company? It was just kind of a natural change from run the social media at the, at the gator farm to, to jumping into that. Actually, it went the other way around. Um, so I wasn't actually working at the alligator farm anymore, and I was trying to find something to do. It was kind of a period of time that was very tumultuous, and I was just trying to find a new path at that point. And, well, um, so I w- got married to my now husband, he's the director of the alligator farm. And so I was trying to find my way while we're still doing crocodile conservation stuff, but I'm not actually working at the zoo anymore. And so that's when I said, well, I'll try this social media managing thing. It was before COVID. So it was when some people were kind of doing it more as a a hobby out of the home. You know, it was a side hustle kind of thing. And so, you know, you kind of start doing little courses here and there. And at the time, I ended up getting my business and marketing online degree so that I could understand it a whole lot more and utilize my experience with conservation to market it because it's effectively what we need to do with some of these conservation projects is utilize marketing and business techniques. That's how we're going to get to the end line with get to the goal with our project. So um, I started actually volunteering my services for the IUCN crocodile specialist group, social media and the AZA crocodile advisory group, social media. And at that point, the owner of the alligator farm was like, Oh, Jen's doing social media. Well, we need to really jump in on this social media game. So let's have a talk with her and let's get started. So that's kind of how it happened. And then Frank, Frank (laughs) jumps into the picture. So in this moment of me transitioning into the alligator farm, social media and really kind of stepping up my game, this little tiny alligator in Chicago starts popping up. And they start calling Frank Rob to come and capture him and help him find a new home. And at that moment was when I really started doing what I'm doing at the same time, like taking what you were doing with dance and the alligator farm and like just stepping up and okay, I got this. We're in it. We're going to start rolling with social media here. <laughs> it, it's so unique. You know, uh, we, Dear Lord, I don't know how many times we can say this on this podcast, where a lot of the people we talk to have worked in the entire circle of the business they're in. And I don't know that there's anybody else quite like you, Jen, that, have, that has went to 
school for conservation and flipped that into a marketing degree and is doing marketing for conservation-based groups and zoos. It gives you such a unique perspective of the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a small, specific niche that I'm in, but, you know, one that I can definitely take and do well. And recently I had a new client that was talking with um, somebody and said, I really need somebody who knows conservation and knows the language and the limitations and how to work around it, but knows social media marketing. And so that's my niche right there. Like, yeah, good luck finding somebody else that, that has that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck finding somebody else that has that kind of talent because I think, I think you're, a, you're a one-off on that one. <laughs> well, I'm trying to pull other uh, people in to it and, and bring them up with me um, with this. So I've got a couple of different people who are in the zoo field trying to do social media and a lot of them are doing it well and they're working for that one particular company. So I'm trying to find ways to pull them into different projects and um, bring more people up. That's ideal. Through it. So I, yeah. hold on. A oh, second. Yeah, go ahead. So what, so you're doing social media for, uh, you know, environmental groups and stuff. Give me an example. What would be something that you would post on the social media to, to, to do what it is you do? How I would like, like for, for instance, maybe something like the stuff you've helped us out with, you know, the different, maybe some, or one of the, one of the, one of my favorite ones that they typically do at the St. Augustine alligator farm, which draws a lot of attention is happens to do with uh, birds and bathrooms. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So yeah, that, that hashtag birds and bathrooms kind of went crazy after, um, uh, hurricanes because our guest bathrooms are really the safest place to put some of the larger birds, like the storks, the cranes, and the vultures. Oh. And so we started hashtag birds and bathrooms, and it grew into a barometer for people. They knew once the alligator farm posted hashtag birds and bathrooms, that hurricane was serious. And they needed oh, to leave. It's you and Waffle House. And <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And so um, it's a barometer for people, but it also shines a fun light on a serious situation. So um, I think yeah. the, the real question behind that is how do you balance the happenstance of just hitting something that is the right thing at the right time and then finding something that, you know, okay, this is a post I have to make. How do I make that fun and engaging where somebody, where it's going to go viral enough to benefit my business? How in the world do you balance that out? Well, that's the funny thing about going viral is um, it, it is really just jumping on a moment where people are posting and looking for that kind of stuff like the hurricane. They're already absorbing all of that stuff. So you start using different um, keywords and hashtags and that will help start a viral post. But really a lot of it is the in-between, showing the behind the scenes and the authenticity. But also when you're doing something that's a marketing style post, you're trying to 
inform people the problem that they have or you're trying to hit on an emotion and then you're trying to show them the next step of here's the solution. And so when it comes to zoos, it can it can be a variety of things. And so what we have coming up for like the rookery season is you want to have it a nice quiet moment we have the rookery that you can just come out for. You want to take photos of birds, you can come out on this boardwalk and not have to walk through the muck and the mire to see these beautiful pink birds. And so, you know, kind of looking at it in that term, like what problem is your target audience, the person that you're trying to reach, what their problem is, and then you're trying to show that, well, this thing will solve that problem or it can be just as simple as it's going to give you a nice, quiet, fun time at the zoo kind of thing. Yeah, makes sense. And I think, yeah. you know, now more than ever, every business needs social media as part of what they're doing, which is so crazy to me. You know, that how that's just, that's, I don't know, I guess evolved is the word to use, it evolved and changed over the course of the last maybe, what, 20 years? Well, it's, it's where it's people nuts. spend time. Yeah. They spend time on social media. They're not. The kids nowadays, they're not sitting watching TV. Yeah. They watch video clips on social media, but mm-hmm. they're not watching TV anymore, so that's not the place to get them. Social media is it. Do you see that impact, right. Jen? They've, uh, I've heard um, correlations that when you're almost making your strategy to think of it as what a TV studio is doing, they're trying to fill these certain spots that – are going to reach the people who are sitting there watching TV at the time. So your prime time TV. So you're making content that's going to go out at prime time for your audience, but you're also still kind of filling in for some of those other times where uh, it's a little bit slow. And so that's why having that different type of uh, social media post is important, but being consistent like the TV, like you remember, Oh, I got to be here at, Friday at seven o'clock because my favorite show's on. So there I am really tuned in. And so social media people, influencers, definitely YouTubers are signing into that type of mentality. I've got to post at this time because this is when I'm going to get the most engagement. People are counting on me because now I've trained them. They're used to coming and seeing my platform at this day. That's yeah. I, I, (laughs) I'm consistently blown away by you. I know you've helped me out with a lot of things and ears with a lot of things social media wise. And you're one of those people where you can't be around you and not pick up on little hints and little, little tidbits. You're a teacher. You you, you are, whether you realize it or not. Um, If you're, let's not give away the big money ideas, but let's say you're giving away a couple of hints to someone, say person or business that's just starting off with their social media and looking to kind of start engaging people, what are the beginning stage things people should start thinking about doing? The beginning stage stuff is to definitely, you're a brand, you're a conservation brand, and you're just starting out, okay? So you want to make sure that you've got your logo, you've got your cover photo, that you're filling everything out on whatever social media platform you want to start it. And it is a huge myth. You do not have to be on every single platform. 
because your target audience isn't going to be on every single platform. So if you're just starting out, really start with, I'd say just one. Who is your target audience? Are you looking for people who are retired? Are you looking for families that, with little kids? Are you looking to reach teenagers? That's what's going to help you decide what platform to start in, but also where you're comfortable. Are you wanting to do just nice photos or are you comfortable doing videos consistently? So that's going to help you distill down to what platform. So start with one platform that hits those boxes. It's your target audience, what type of um, content that you're comfortable making. You're going to fill everything out. You're not going to leave one little box undone, you're going to put the links in, you're going to put the cover photo in, all the profile pics, because what you want to do is you want to set yourself up for success by already starting off making you appear like you're legit, you're not spammy, you're not here to play games, you're ready for business. You're then also, it's good to have even a small, simple website a small, simple website that is a landing place for your people. Because social media is about you getting to know your community, them getting to know you, but it's part of the marketing funnel. You really want to move people from social media to your website, to your online store. And, you know, again, a lot of this is going to be very different for everybody. but like I like starting off, if you're a conservation brand, you're probably going to have a way that you want people to donate, you want people to show up at places, or you want people to buy merchandise. And so that's why you want that simple store, you want that simple website to get yourself started, and then start building an email list, because that email list is yours. That Those followers on social media, they could get, the whole site could get taken away the whole account could get shut down. And so it's not, it's not permanent there. So don't think that it is. And that's why you really want to have a landing place at the end of that funnel where people can go, they can learn more. It's there all the time. They don't have to search all the way down for what post you did three times ago. You know, all that information's there, your shop's there, and you can build that email list and then you're going to see better results just getting all of those ducks in a row first. It's ingenious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Holy moly. So, Jen, I, you know, I, I don't even know where to go from that. I, I think you just covered well, literally everything in one, in one fell sweep. That was amazing. Yeah, there's such a science behind social media posting <laughs> that I never knew until I was in a director role with a nonprofit and my role involved mm-hmm. more social media that there is such a science to figuring out how to get engagement on your post and when your follows, followers will see it. I, things I never knew that the time you make a post can make a difference. It takes a very mm-hmm. special person to be able to figure that out and navigate it. And I am not that special. <laughs> well, so I, hearing people that actually know what they're doing, that's amazing. Yeah, to me, I, I've just, I've, there was times where I would tell Jen, Jen, I'm going to make a post. Just tell me what I'm, tell me, <laughs> d- you look at what I did and please critique the daylights out of me. Like, what should I have done better? <laughs> like, what, you know, what am I using the wrong tags? Am I, should I say more? Should I say less? <laughs> 
should I be putting, uh, you know, what, what should I, is it a wrong picture to use? And <laughs> that, that's, it, it's how you learn. You're, it's hundred percent of science in it, Jen. Well, and I was just going to say for, for a science people, you know, I like conservation and I like science. I've always loved science, which means social media comes with a lot of data and experimenting. So you you have to be bold enough to just do a little of experimenting and know that it, that first pancake is not going to be perfect and that's okay because you need to start tweaking as you learn. So you experiment, you get data, you tweak it, you move on, and you just keep moving. And that's how the really successful companies do on social media is they've been experimenting and building off of the data that they're getting from all that. That's really good. All right, so I gave you some homework, Jen. Let's jump into our homework. Oh my gosh, you guys ready? I, I I'm not. Cindy <laughs> okay, and Bill always are. <laughs> I'm I'm never I'm never ready. Let's be honest. I have not been on a winning streak. I'm disappointed. I don't think any of us have been <laughs> winning recently. Let's no, be honest. I don't think We've so. We've all yeah. been struggling recently. <laughs> it has not been. So good. do you have a do you have a topic? Uh, the topic is. Social media. Yes, I like it. There we go. I like it. Okay. I'm going to fill this so okay, miserably. You're going gonna, gonna to be so embarrassed. Um, Emmy Jen. It is what it is. Oh, <laughs> so these, what I found was it's going to be a mix of business, weird, and entertainment stuff. Love so, it. Love it. Okay. Let's get your brains kind of warmed up here. All right. <laughs> She's starting Spotify, easy. On this. Social she, media she is, platform. Yeah. Oh. Are you okay. ready? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We're over here laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Top five social media platforms right now. Go. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. X. Oh, yeah. yeah X, I, I think X, X is actually. Twitter anymore, I right? think that's the top one right now, actually, I think. I think you know, Twitter slash X is the, the one that has the most, the most people using it right now. But yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. And I can't come up with the fifth well, one. That though. is. That isn't that five? That's, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Twitter, which is X or whatever now, right? Yeah, and, uh, and then, oh, I know. I bet you I know what the fifth one is. Oh, is I know it, what is it is. Is it Be Real? Do you know what it's it is? Club Penguin. What? The, the who? Club Penguin. I Club bet, Penguin. I, no, I think it's that. What's the what's the goofy I one think that they kids shut that use one down. that has a has a ghost on it? What's it called? Oh, Snapchat. Snapchat. I forgot about. I bet Snapchat. you it's Snapchat. Yeah, yeah I've it's never Snapchat. used the, I've never used the Could ghost be. boy. Oh, I think it's the ghost boy. Are we anywhere close? No. What? <laughs> really? Well, you like, oh no, YouTube's one of those. Hannah's YouTube's up there. Our student is there in there shaking her head, okay. going, "Nope, you guys yeah. don't know anything." We're on YouTube, Dad so, Nabbit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Good FYI, <laughs> X and Twitter, they're the same thing. We're all still moving from Twitter and tweets to X. So okay. that's just weird, and everybody's kind of putting that one off to the side. <laughs> really? I heard it was the busiest but one right now. That's incorrect, huh? It's it's it could be busy, but it's not a lot of people's favorite right now. So okay. it's just there's so much weird stuff with it. But you're right. Facebook, Instagram, the top two. YouTube is number three. LinkedIn is number four. LinkedIn. Really? Really? Pinterest. Oh, I Pinterest was, I was thinking about that. I don't consider that. Pinterest. I guess it is social media, but that's crazy. I've never used well, Pinterest. I love. You're Pinterest. on the right track, actually. Pinterest is not technically social media. It's more a search engine. 
you can interact with people on it, but you're on there searching for stuff that people are putting on. So it's not technically social media, but it's still kind of in that realm. (laughs) Speaking of that, I, I bet you I know what the fifth one is then. If that's the fourth one, the fifth one's Reddit, isn't it? Oh, the fourth one was LinkedIn. Oh, LinkedIn. and the other one was and it was it was Pinterest. 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 Yeah. I was I think Pinterest isn't it. on there. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised too. It's it was a couple huh. spots lower. Interesting. So all right. Wow. Okay. There we go. That was the that was the warm up yeah. one. Man, my brain already hurts. <laughs> Holy moly! Oh. Now I'm terrified. <laughs> and, and Club Penguin was not on. I'm this. so no, sorry. No, what the heck is no. what is that, Bill? It was a thing that Disney put out for kids. Yeah, and it, it was it? a little oh. social media mixing thing. They shut it down like Club about a year Penguin. ago. Club Penguin. Yeah, they shut it down like a and year. Stuff ago. Like that. Yeah, okay, I never heard yeah. of that one before. Yeah. Well, see, you didn't have little kids. Well, I didn't know what the little ghost guy was called either. So see, there you go, ghost boy, little ghost boy. Yeah, that Snapchat one just kind of keeps popping up. It might be popular for a month, and then it goes back away. I don't know what. <laughs> parents okay. get hold of it and Here's get, a fun one. delete it. <laughs> okay. Here's a fun one. What are the influencers called that are over 60 years old? Ooh. Influencers, influencers are over 60. 60. Yeah, what are they called? Hannah's do you, looking do you like know she this? Knows. Hannah knows in the control room. I, she can't talk to us, though. <laughs> she thinks she does. She thinks she does. I don't know. So um, well, would Over? it be silver something? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. What do you call an influencer who's <laughs> a I have no idea. 60. I didn't even know that was a thing. I guess it makes sense it's a thing. Sure. Like Brad Pitt's getting there, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a joke. That was a bad you know, joke. You know what? You know what is amazing to me? Okay. You're going to get a letter I'm, from his lawyer next yeah, I am. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm 61. And all of these people that I grew up with that were like the same age as me, and now you see on the thing, it puts their age. They're now younger than me. They're not younger than me. They're not. They were my age. At this, yeah, it's amazing. I look at ages now and go, no, they're not. Like, like give, no, us a, they're give, not. Us a for, give us a for instance. I have no idea, dude. No, for instance? No, You're not going to drop at, a name? I looked at him and I went, no. You're not going to drop a not. name? I don't remember a name. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to get him to drop a yeah, name. Yeah, he's trying to get me to drop a name. <laughs> Can't think of it. Oh, Lord. Okay, well. I uh, have no yeah, idea. I don't know, Jen. You'll have to I don't give know. Us this I don't know. We're, we're, we're begging for help. Grand influencer. Grand influencer. There we go. hilarious. <laughs> there we go. That is I have a, a target now. I have a target. <laughs> I know grand what I'm going to become. Gonna a I'm going to become a grand influencer. <laughs> That's there. There you go. go. Cracks, Move that over, cracks kids. me up. <laughs> yes. My dad. My dad would qualify that. He posts everything on it all over the place. I mean, it's. He's, oh yeah. He's like oh, he's man. watching this now, posting it somewhere, <laughs> even though we haven't put it out there yet. Yes. Dear Lord, grand, grand. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, yeah, all okay. right, yeah. <laughs> all righty, let's move over to something kind of businessy, all right? All right. The creator of Facebook. Uh-huh, okay. Is, I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of names, and you, you. Oh, yeah, I know, I know who this one is. Yeah. yeah, I know who he is, yeah. Yeah, we know this one, I think. All right. Yeah. So, Tom Anderson. No, that's my Jonathan, space. Jonathan Abrams. I don't know that one. Steve yeah, Jobs. Uh-uh. Or Mark Zuckerberg. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. 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 You were correct. Okay, All I got right. scared when it went for a second. I, I was like, maybe yeah. he wasn't the creator. Maybe yeah. he just owns it. Now, now was the first one the MySpace guy? <laughs> Tom. Tom. Yeah, Tom yeah. was Tom the MySpace answered. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Tom would yeah. send you. 
how many of us had a MySpace before we had yep. Facebook? Show oh, of yeah. hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yes, yeah, it's true. Is it still there? I wonder. Is it still there? Pieces of it are still there. Are there pieces of it still well, there? Well, it was bought. See, it was bought by Fox. Fox bought it and then it dived. I mean, immediately. Yeah. Well, well, mm-hmm. Facebook just took over and everybody migrated there. Yeah. And, and I was a late jumper on the MySpace thing. They didn't keep up. Well, my kids were into it. You know, my son and everything, because bands, it was great for music. Mm-hmm. It was great for music. MySpace mm. was wonderful mm-hmm. for that. Interesting. Okay. We actually yeah. knew one, Jen. I feel better now. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, here's a bonus. Okay. Here's a bonus. The first investor of Facebook. Ooh. Oh, it was the dude he went to college with, right? Was it? I don't know. I think it, if I remember the movie correctly, I saw it was some the movie guy was in college. I never with. saw the movie. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> it's a good movie. Isn't the guy well, that eventually sued him? I think don't so. Don't believe the movies all the time. <laughs> See, well, oh, okay. the movie. Hey, movies tell us the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Unless there's alligators or crocodiles involved. Yes, unless there's alligators or crocodiles. <laughs> and then somebody savagely yes, tears savage. them up. I yes. savagely destroyed them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. All of that was hilarious. Uh, Bill Gates was the first investor what? and really? microsoft is the biggest shareholder wow i did not know either okay. one of those yeah, things would not have guessed that wow it makes it makes sense when you are watching some of the news that's going back and forth why apple is having a hard time getting things to follow well on facebook you know they're two different things and oh. google owns youtube so Facebook isn't going to promote a whole lot of YouTube content that gets posted on there. So that's why you kind of need to get creative when you're posting the different platforms on each other's platforms. There's a competition out there. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Boom. Jen, yeah, not playing around, <laughs> getting after it. So, Jen, if there's somebody out there that has a business uh, company, person that is looking for social media help how do they find you um on facebook forge a path media they can message me they can email me at jay brugan social at gmail.com um and i'm sure you could probably put it in your show notes so we don't have to one thousand percent yes yes and on instagram i actually have more of my wildlife photography on Instagram, and it's Forge a Path Photos. She even has pictures so, of flamingos on there. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> From an epic trip that someone said, yeah, let's go see the flamingos. You see that tiny pink point there? That's them. <laughs> I thought they turned out great, Jen. That's all I'm saying. I thought they turned. I Did you have any idea in that picture that those three were flying? I had no idea. Not at all. Until I got home, I blew it up, and I tried messing around with my editing software to pull the pink out. I could see it, and then I was like, hey, that was a pretty cool moment. <laughs> really, really flipping neat. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jen, thank you so so much for being on here and chatting with us. Uh, thank you for all your consistent help with me and ears and everything we do. Uh, couldn't We couldn't do what we do without you. We definitely wouldn't have been able to have these past successful events without you in our corner and helping us and can't thank you can't thank you enough for what you do oh thank you yeah i'm really glad the event went well and thanks for having me on it was great being here yeah we appreciate it jen thank you so much and we'll we'll catch up again here soon
Great. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, y'all. Another one. Uh, another one in the book. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Successful. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Want to give a quick shout of thank you to Edna Wilson with Celebrate Remax Aerospace for sponsoring our program. Shout out of thanks to Pat Fisher Nissan and Kelsey's Pizza in Titusville. So uh, yeah, another one in the book. We'll uh, I guess we'll we'll call it at that, huh? If you want to. <laughs> so you are you gonna say the words? Yeah, I reckon I will. Thank you all for tuning for t- thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you all next week. Bye bye.